This is Wolves Weekly. With Mikey Burrows. Featuring the biggest names from past and present. All the teams, all the talking points. Hello there, I'm Mikey Burrows and welcome to another episode of Wolves Weekly. With the season winding towards a close and the final game at Arsenal this coming weekend, we thought we'd do something a little bit different on Wolves Weekly this week. It might have escaped your notice that there is a big tournament taking place in North Carolina in the coming weeks called TST, the Soccer Tournament. A team of legends has been assembled to represent Wolves, all playing for a possible $1 million prize. In it are the likes of Harry Burgoyne, Richard Stearman, Scott Goldborn, Prince Onyange, Adlen Guediora, Zeli Ishmael, Stephen Hunt, Bakary Sacco, Darius Vassell and Leon Clark. A little bit later, we'll hear from Harry Burgoyne on how he feels to represent Wolves again. But first of all, I've been catching up with striker Leon Clark and a man who could have played for Wolves, but he's actually going to represent another of his former clubs in West Ham in Matt Jarvis. Here's how Leon got involved. It was Carl Ikemi who mentioned it to me. Carl gave me a call and asked me if I um, fancied getting involved. And I was like, yeah, definitely. And then Phil, the physio at Wolves, contacted me and he was he asked me, like, how have you been? What kind of shape are you in? Like, do you fancy playing in? And I was like, no, definitely. For me as well, personally, yeah. my time at Wolves probably wasn't the best time for numerous reasons, but to play in this tournament with all ex-teammates and some players I haven't played with before, it'd be fun. And if we if everyone's in good shape and we we might be able to do okay, do you know what I mean? Well, this is the thing that it's it's quite a unique competition bringing together, um, I guess, some people that you would have known the first time round that you were at Wolves and then a few yeah. people from the second period as well. And and then, I mean, there's a few like Prince on Yange and stuff that kind of get thrown in the mix as well. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously I played with Steers and Scott. Um, I didn't play with Foles, but I know Foles. I know Harry as well because I played with him at Shrewsbury. So yeah, there's a few and Bakary as well. Sorry. Um, so there's a, so there's a few people in the team that I have actually played with before, and then there's ones obviously that I haven't played with Zelly as well. Played with Zelly a little bit as well um, when I was at Wolves. So yeah, I've, I've played with pretty much most of the players in the team. Um, so it'd be nice to play with the other players that I haven't played with before as well. It'd be exciting. And of course, you could have been playing with somebody else, but he decided to turn his back on Wolves. And go and play for West Ham, Matt Jarvis. <laughs> oh, you paint me out to be a bad guy. The Wolves just needed to be quicker. I didn't hear anything from Wolves. I didn't know about the tournament until West Ham asked me to play in it. And yeah, obviously, I then said yes to that. And then later on, about a week or so later, then Wolves asked me, and it was it was just too late, unfortunately. So uh, so yeah, so I hear I hear I'm getting a. A few mentions in the group chat, so I'm going to have to be a lot quicker than I used to be. <laughs> is Javo a bit of a target, Leon? Is that going to be a, a sub-story to this competition? His name's been mentioned in the group chat, definitely. Who's said it, I'm not going to say. If it does come to it that we actually do end up playing each other, um, he just needs to watch his ankles, basically. Because I think there's a few people after him. <laughs> I'm going to have to get me... Uh... Get me sprinting boots on, aren't I? <laughs> Talk to me about it, though, because the, it's a really unique idea, right? And as I said to Leon, like it's bringing together 
kind of different eras of players and what was it to you that kind of apart from obviously the the financial gain to it that kind of said yeah I want to be a part of this I think for me it's just like you said it's such a unique opportunity tournament getting getting together with all ex-teammates and you know having like a bit of a competition as well I think you all you all it's nice to play in testimonials and friendlies but actually having a bit of competition is, is it's quite nice when you when you haven't been involved in in football for a while, and if you're still able to, it's quite nice to to have that and to have a bit of you know obviously a bit of banter, a bit of fun. But get, getting back in that football environment, I think, is is something that you miss anyway. So to be able to have an opportunity to go and do it, and then to travel as well and go to another country and and, and play, and that it, it all makes sense. Leon, how about you? Because uh, I guess obviously you've obviously still had your career pretty recently and and have that taste of what it's like to be in a dressing room but is it is it slightly different when you with some of the boys that you had the experiences you did with at Wolves yeah definitely um obviously I formed some good relationships and met some really nice people there and got along really well really well with everybody that year when I was at Wolves and we got promoted we had a we had like one of the best squads that I've probably been involved in so to get together again with the likes of Bakary, Richard Stearman, Scott Goldborn, Zelly. It'd be nice. Um, like you said, it's a very unique thing that we're doing, but um, but looking forward to it definitely and can't wait to meet up with everybody and just have a chat and play some football. How competitive are you taking this? How Your professionalism, your mind, can you treat this as a bit of fun? Or when you get onto that pitch out there in America, is the kind of proper professional Leon Clark mode going to take over? I think so. For me, yes, probably. Like, I didn't play that much this season. So, for me, I don't feel fatigued from the season. So, I've carried on working out. In terms of playing football, like the last couple of weeks, I haven't played that much football, but I've been working out every day. So, from that aspect, I'm taking it as seriously as I possibly can. And then, obviously, we're joining up this week. Uh, a few times to play some football. So once I start touching the ball, then I think it will really kick in, and I'll really, I'll really want to be um, smashing balls in the nets and barging to people. <laughs> so yeah, that's when it will really kick in the seriousness. That definitely. I was going to say, is there some pressure on you because you are the the kind of current pro, whereas Darius as another striker option. I mean, he's been coaching, so he's going to be looking at you. People like Stephen Hunt are going to be looking at you. To, to I mean. Quite a few are going to be looking at like so you and Prince Onyango to get them through these games. I don't know if they're going to be. I don't know if they're going to be. I feel like the the more the most pressure is going to be on people like Bakary and Zelly, the and the other players that we've got, um, the younger players, the ones with more flair. I've, in terms of fitness, yeah, I'm going to be fine. I suppose there will be an, a little element of pressure, but pressure's okay. It's fine. I'll just do my best. That's all I can do, and then hopefully we do well. Javo, how competitive are you taking it? <laughs> Look, it, as soon as you get on to playing a match, everyone's competitive nature comes out and that that's going to be for everyone. No one's going to go into a game wanting to lose. So I think once the tournament starts, everyone, everything will get real. Um, as far as, you know, preparations and, and everything, you know, I've really changed anything that I've... I haven't really just done right. I need to play football. I've kept myself relatively fit since I've since I've retired. The rest of the squad at West Ham could maybe do with a few training sessions, but um, 
as I said, competitive nature just comes into it as soon as you uh, actually get into any sort of game scenario. So hoping that experience may get us through. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? Because you you have to play in a, a different way in seven size. But you guys do this in training all the, or did this training training all the time, right? So you, you should be fine with the, the different intricacies of of playing because you can't obviously knock it long do all these things i was looking through the rules the other day jarvo and you know like the goalkeeper can't kick it out of his feet it's got to bounce once for a reach half time you've got to make sure you if you're being a sub you've got to be in a subs box otherwise you're going to get a red card and get banned there's a load of stuff you got to take into account for this yeah, this is where i should really read the rules because i haven't seen any of that yet so uh i've got a week to uh <laughs> to do some research and, and make sure but Look, there's loads of different rules that are going to be catching everyone out. And, you know, you say we, we've done it for years and years. We have, but it's all emphasis is on the striker. So, you know, Leon, you need to make sure that you're holding it up and bringing other people into play and scoring goals. <laughs> Jovo knows that throughout our careers, you have you do seven aside, you do eight aside in training. But the most important thing is having the right people in your team. It's 100%. vital you have. You have, it's vital that you have a good seven-a-side team. If you have a good seven-a-side team, you, you say it every time in training, we're flying, we're going to win. You'll do a little tournament round robin and you'll be like, yep, yeah, we've won it. But it's the team that you get, it's just it's so important. It's just vital. You just need certain people for that certain type of game, of short 7v7. Hopefully Fitness can right. play a huge part in this, I think. Yeah, so do I. Definitely. Do you feel fit, it, Leon? I feel fit. Football fitness is another thing, though. But in terms of fitness, general fitness, yes, I'm fine. Like, no problems whatsoever. Football fitness, I'm probably not where I'd like to be. But I've got, I have got, I am going into Wolves three times this week. So I should be, by the end of that, I should be okay. Is it slightly weird, Leon? Because obviously, you know, people know that you've had mixed spells with the club yeah. but it means an awful lot to you i know so to kind of pull that shirt on again i'll be in a, a strange circumstance and even to just be going back into compton again does that feel strange yeah well it will it will feel a little bit weird um a little bit of mixed emotions driving into compton will feel strange and seeing the building and all the pictures and stuff but it's a, it's 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 a nice feeling it's, it's excitement and i'm looking forward to it Hopefully, I'll see some some old faces as well, which would be nice as well. The place has changed an awful lot since you, you guys were last there. Um, I've got to ask you about the current team. What have you made of of the season they've had? I don't know how much you've been able to see of it or keep in touch with it, but obviously there was a bit of a struggle, Leon, for for a large part. But they've they've got themselves safe with a couple of games to go and and one more to play now. Yeah, no, obviously this for the. Three quarters of the season, it's been it's been um it's been difficult for them. I think the main I think the main thing that Wolves have struggled with is goals. To be honest, uh, Raúl Jiménez has had his problems and his injuries, and then Costa came in and he's done well when the times he's played. Um, obviously not scored the amount of goals that everybody would have liked. For all the Wolves fans, I imagine it's amazing that they've got over the line and they've confirmed their safety. That, I think that's the most important thing, and then. If the manager gets back in for next season and he stays, then you'd, you'd like to think that he's going to um, try and bring in some quality at the top of the pitch that can maybe get them the goals they need next season to um, push on a little bit. 
Matt, they got themselves over the line from their home form. Uh, obviously, didn't really pick up much away. There's an awful lot, uh, I guess, that they need to learn some lessons from this season, Charlie. Yeah, but I think the, the biggest thing that they've got is the manager. I think he's been outstanding since they waited for him. They got their man and he's been outstanding. And I think, as you know, as Leon said, if he gets back in and he gets his players that he wants, I think he will definitely learn from you know, he can he can look back on the whole season and then his part of the season and see where things have gone well, things have not gone so well. And it and it's about for him, he, he's very tactical, he's very knowledgeable, he's he's been there and done it and he knows now how he wants to play as a team and how the players now know how he wants them to play. So I think yeah, you know, next season is completely different to this one. He he will he'll have a fresh start from a full pre season and it'll be Lots of, you know, you need to take a lot of um, experience from this season where it's gone well, where it hasn't gone so well, especially, as you say, away from home. But they'll be in a completely different setup ready to go. It feels like there's going to be a lot of change. Obviously, you know, there's talk of Ruben Neves going. There are players out of contract. There are other players that, that might feel like this is the time to move on. I don't know whether people should be scared by that or, or whether it's a good thing sometimes to, to just you know clubs get to the end of an era and you have to move forward change change is always scary but you know sometimes it is the right decision sometimes it's the right time um and as i said if the manager gets and picks who he wants and who he wants to stay and who he wants to bring in i think he's he's key to to a lot of this um obviously it's never nice when the the team sort of that's been together for so long gets broken up but as you say at some point it's, it's what happens. It, it, it's what has has to have happen, and obviously this season hasn't gone as planned. So things have to change, and 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 obviously it starts with the manager, and he's now the one that's come in, and and everyone's backed, and everyone likes, and everyone wants to stay, and then it goes comes down to the players, and and sometimes it's just about timing of contracts, and you know people playing well at the right time or not playing well at the right time, and and he's he's going to have the ultimate say, and. It it is a shame, but it, it's exciting and it's scary at the same time because, as I say, change is always different, difficult, especially in football. Leon, excited or scared by possibility of change? It, I suppose it depends how you look at it. I'd, I'm I'm going to say ex- excited just because for some of the players, say some of the players who haven't been playing, maybe out of form, it can be a new lease of life going somewhere else doing really well, getting a different manager's perspective on how he wants that person to play. And then also for the players that do actually stay there and new players are coming in, it can be, sometimes it can give you a rocket, the rocket that you need to kind of up your levels, up your standards and just change everyone's perspective in the changing room. So I, I think I think the change is good. I think it'll be healthy. Um, new players coming in, keeps everyone on their toes. Um, players that leave for whatever reason, it can be a new uh, lease of life from a fresh start somewhere else and try and get their career up and going and keep keep that kind of momentum. Obviously, the team you came back into under Kenny Jacket had gone through that kind of reset. Obviously, it took relegation to kind of do it. But I always say to people, Leon, that the success that they've had in the last couple of years was built by you guys in that period from from giving a grounding and a basis for the football club to recover in some ways. Do you agree with that? Yeah, no, definitely. I think 
everything I think it felt like to me like everything was pulled back um in terms of financially how much the club was spending the type of players that they were bringing in it kind of got stripped back to the bare bones um it was just the team was kind of like the foundation of where they wanted the club to go just a good solid group of players honest players so no yeah definitely that definitely it definitely it definitely helped and Javo, just before I let you both go, um, final game of the season at Arsenal. How do you think they'll approach it, given the fact that Arsenal could be in a horrendous mood around the Emirates, given what's happened to them in the last couple of weeks? Exactly. I think that's it's actually it's a much better game now for Wolves because otherwise, it, it, you know, it's massive party pooper if you're you go on there, Arsenal going there to win the league and everything. I think now, because they've had a bit of a, a really difficult last few games, really, um, the, the attitude of the player, they all want the season to be done now and finished. And Wolves can go there with no fear. They've got nothing to worry about. They're going to go there and actually just enjoy playing. I think it's the last game of the season. Players, some of them, as you say, might be their last game. They want to go out with a massive high. Other players are probably proven to the manager and to the board that actually I want to stay and be part of this team so it's a it's, it's another opportunity for players to go out and perform and and the pressure on the game is not huge now because of you know Arsenal's disappointment boys it's been brilliant to speak to both of you I think I'm right in saying you might be in the same hotel in America so enjoy yourselves but obviously don't fraternize too much with him Leon because he did turn <laughs> his back on Wolves <laughs> oh no I won't. it'll just be a, it'll just be a hello and that's it Hello and a handshake and a nod or something like that, and then see you later. Yeah. See you for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't get it in the neck from the other boys. Now, aside from everything that's been going on with the first team recently, an under-19 side made up primarily of under-21s players, but also some under-18s, have been representing Wolves in the Premier League's next-gen competition out in India, led by under-21s coach James Collins. They've actually been very successful reaching the final of the competition at the time of recording. So in my conversation with former youth goalkeeper Harry Burgoyne, we talk about how important it is for young players to get a taste of action abroad. Obviously, first and foremost, you're in a different country. So you've got different playing conditions. You're playing against different sorts of styles of play, different teams. Um, you're sort of amongst your group 100% of the time, rather than being sort of in a couple of days a week, seeing each other, playing away from each other. So it's a great team bonding exercise, I always think. And then... Again, like with the tournament style of football, you just can't get beat. So it's a different style. You might have to play a bit differently, sit in, protect a lead, sort of be savvy with wasting time and making sure that you would get over the line with winning the game. So it, it just teaches you different styles of play because in the sort of younger games programs sometimes it's not the most important thing the result but in a tournament sort of aspect you have to win the game to to progress so I think that's really good for for mindset going forward and and when you step into that first team environment. Do you have some sympathy for the the players that are coming through now from from your period it was obviously still difficult to progress but 
I'm guessing slightly easier when you're a championship team to get those opportunities whereby the lads that are now in the academy and trying to make that step up. And there's been some real successes, but they have to go to another level. Yeah, it is. I think it's a lot more difficult. Um, obviously, now the way the club's gone, um, you sort of, with my, the last sort of year, two years of my time at Wolves, it kind of got to a stage where I broke into the team. I was around it, but then the club goes and buys Rui Patricio for like 20 million quid. So it's like, you have to be really, really special to get your opportunity else. You're probably looking at loans and then maybe your career going elsewhere because the club's philosophy, correct me if I'm wrong, is wanting the academy to be sustainable. So being self-sustainable means developing your players and then maybe moving them on and selling them for money so that you can sustain the academy without having to pump money into it. So that is that is a great way of looking at it. And I think if you look at it now, you look at the players that have come from the Wolves Academy playing in the league and leagues all over the world, Like I think it is a really good setup. And since the club went to a Category 1 academy all those years ago, I think it's been a great place to go and learn your trade and then go and have a career elsewhere if it doesn't work out at Wolves. Well, that's quite a key point. And uh, I, I keep kind of saying this to people about um, the journey that some of those young players are on in terms of when you look at some of the players that you would have played with um, who maybe were a touch younger, you know, you look at um, Niall Ennis, Elliot Watt, um, Cameron John. A lot of these guys have gone on to have good, solid careers. Exactly, yeah. And and although although, like, First and foremost, you want to play for the club that you're at and you want to play for the highest level you can. If it ain't going to work out at Wolves, then you still want to have all those attributes where you can go and blend into any team. So like, for example, when you're going on loan, you need to be adaptive to go and play in any style of play. So I look at Ryan Giles as a great example. He was at Cardiff, who were very direct. Then now he's at Middlesbrough and he's had a really good season at Middlesbrough. Completely different style of play, build up, a lot shorter, a lot more expansive. So he he would have learnt so much over the last three or four seasons where he's been out on loan. Um, and now I really do think he's ready to step up and go into the Premier League. So you've got Ryan Giles on one side of it, who's probably ready to go and play in the Premier League. And then the lads like myself, Niall Ennis, now he's going to be playing in the Championship. He's had a really successful season. And then you've got lads like Theo Corbiano, who I think is a really impressive player as well. So, I mean, they've just got players everywhere. You've got Jack Price, who's going and playing in America now. So they really do have a good representative over the world, which I think I think's amazing, really. And... Uh, it's testament to the club and their academy. It's interesting hearing you talk about Ryan Giles because I guess he is in that situation where people will look and go, you know, is is he of the level that, that Morgan Gibbs-White has got to after he's moved to Forest or of Connor Ronan, who I think has been was a, a sensational player in the under-21s and under-18s, did really well on loan, but didn't get quite get his chance. And I know he's doing really well in America as well at at Colorado yeah. Rapids, the same team as Jack Price. And and that's the difficulty, isn't it? If 
Uh, I don't know, you say you think Ryan is, is capable of being a Premier League level player? I 100% think so, yeah. Um, I think going in the Championship and doing the loans that he's done, he's earned the right for an opportunity now um, at Wolves. Um, for me, he's improved his 1v1 defending, which was probably a weakness of his. But like, just for me going forward, his end product and his crossing ability, I, I honestly, I don't think there's a better player in the Championship this season that can put a ball into the box like he can. Um, strikers must must just know where it's going to go. L- like, there's pace on it. The keeper can't come for it, and it's in that corridor behind the centre half. So they need a decision to make, and they're facing their own goal. I just don't think there's anyone better. Certainly, as a left back or left wing back in the championship, definitely this season just gone that can put a ball in like he can. So I think personally, he deserves an opportunity. Talking of um, kind of coming back and wearing the old gold again. Uh, well, for you, obviously, it's not old gold. It's always been a different colour. But <laughs> yeah, but you're back in the pack, my friend. Yeah, I, I mean, I had the phone call a couple of weeks ago and uh, I was I was honoured, to be honest with you. Um, when I heard sort of the names getting chucked about that were going to be in the team, I, I kind of felt honoured to be a part of it, really. And it was a no-brainer. It was a yes for me straight away. Um and I, yeah, I can't wait to go and represent the badge again. Is it weird? Because um, obviously it's kind of titled a little bit of legends, right? Yeah, and no, exactly. Yeah, there'll, there'll be some people. Not a legend. Well, no, but the, there'll be some people who obviously look to that famous day at Anfield. Of um, course, yeah. You know, I've taken the mick out of you of your famous debut in the four-four many a time. Um, yeah. You were part of a promotion-winning squad as well. Surely that's that's near legend level. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Nuno gave me half an hour in the last game of the season, <laughs> so I, I didn't quite earn a medal, but um, I felt as if I was a big part of that squad that season, and uh, again, learned learned an awful lot. And I feel like now, where I am in my career, I feel like I can share those experiences in the changing room, and that that winning mindset has just never never gone away from me from what Nuno uh, taught us that season. Um, and like the, the, some of the lads that came in that are used to winning, it just engraves into you as well. So even a club like Shrewsbury now, who uh, hasn't had a lot of success, it, it really does start to change the mindset of the club. Um, and I think that's why I get on so well with Steve Cottrell at Shrewsbury because we've both got like that ambitious mindset where winning is only good enough so there's if you lose it's not good enough we always say like as Shrewsbury going away to Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday it's not okay to get beat like we we want to win all the time so I think from that season especially uh, the championship winning season that's definitely stuck with me for, throughout the years to come as well so I was going to ask you how uh, competitive you're taking this competition and from the sounds of it, very. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, at the end of the day, you're representing the club that you used to play for. You want, you want to go and win. You want to go and impress whoever's watching. You want to go and impress all the other lads that you used to play with. Um, and you, at the end of the day, you've been given an opportunity by the club who gave me the opportunity to buy a house and have a life. So 
you really want to pay them back and do well for them. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited and, and I really want to win it, to be honest with you. Who are you most looking forward to play with? Because, I mean, some of them, obviously, you've, you've known you were there as youngsters when they came through. Some you've played with subsequently, right, in the last couple of years. So yeah. who, who stands out as someone you're really looking forward to spending some time with? Um, well, I'm looking forward to playing with them all, but um, I mean, to, to share the pitch with with Sacco is going to be special because I, I I was like sort of on the kit duty and stuff on that season where he was just unstoppable. So to go and be able to sort of pass him the ball and let him fire his left foot, um, I'm really excited for that. Um, also, Stephen Hunt. I mean, I remember. I can't remember how old I was. I must have been maybe under 13s, under 14s at Wolves and watching that Blackburn Rovers game. I mean, we were down and out, weren't we, at half-time, 3-0 down, and then he scores that that little left foot um, curler into the corner to keep us in the league, which um, which was obviously huge for the academy at the time as well because it meant that we'd have been playing against the better teams and stuff. So, yeah, to be able to share the pitch with Hunty is going to be special as well. Um. Uh, so I say you're going there to win. I, I take it, and in your ultra competitive mode, uh, coming back without that top prize is not acceptable. Um, I mean, like I, <laughs> I want to win whatever I'm doing. I want to win it, whether that's around the golf, whether it's, I mean, playing a game playing a quiz with the missus, like I want to win whatever happens, um, whether it's playing darts at the training ground, I just want to win everything. So my my aim going out there is to is to try and win, but I want to have fun out there as well. So, I mean, it's going to be a great experience. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm really excited about it and just can't wait to represent that badge again. Thanks for listening to the all-new Wolves Weekly from Wolves Radio. Don't forget to give us a follow at Wolves across social media. And all the very latest is at wolves.co.uk or on the move via the Wolves app.